All right, Gene. Are you ready to be counted in? Was that yes? Yeah. Ready in Chamesh. Arba, Shalosh, Stein. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at podcast? With Christina P. In Guantanamo Bay, cleaning my glasses with some toilet paper. Nasty Nothing's as too, hell. <laughs> Nothing's too good for my lady. Nothing's too good for me. Doesn't that shit make it worse? I don't know. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out yeah. what the ultimate it's all smudgy. glasses cleaner is. Not toilet paper. I think a microfiber and maybe a lens wipe but is your move. Do we have that here in Guantanamo I Bay? sure mm. do. Oh, okay, next time. <laughs> It's not too late for this time. Oh, really? Can, yeah, can we do that? Sure. Okay, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be Thank right you. There. I appreciate that. Let's do some dates. Let's get those out of the way. This week, let's see. Can you, can you go to the tour dates, Jane? Oh, so many things happening. November 19th through 20th, I'm going to be in Atlanta at the Punchline. November 26th through 28th, Salt Lake City at Wise Guys Comedy Club. That's a make good from before. December 9, 10, 11, LOL and San Antonio, and then Orlando, and that's it. Oh, thanks, my love. Thank you, Annie. And then I, I record my special. Thank you. Oh, this is fancy, a whole thing? Did I get to keep that here? Sure. Holy shit. I've never felt so luxurious. Thank you. Ah, we spare no expense at Studio Jeans. This is exciting. And that's it. And then I take my big special at the Gramercy Theater. Let me tell you, I am, I'm so excited to um, ChristinaPOnline.com for tickets. Put that there. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silence. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You know, I've also, so what I did this year, um, you, you know, I'm, I'm dressed exactly the same as last week because I just was like, you know what? We're having fun. Why are we stopping? Let's just make this two episodes. But what I've decided, in case you can't tell, my dressing has gotten kookier the more middle-aged I become. And a lot of that is because I'm like, you know, I wore black from the time I was 13 to like 21 consistently every day. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of being boring. And I did this thing where, you know, I've only ever worn black coats for winter. I bought myself a colorful blue and red winter coat. And it, it brought me so much joy. Mm. And it's really been a hit maker around town. And um, yeah, little things. Little, so anyway, there's my Pajitsky effect opening the show is that you don't have to have a boring black winter coat just because it's practical, which is why I do it. You can get something you really enjoy. Isn't that crazy? You could buy clothes that you like. Yeah. That's your Pajitsky effect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It took me 45 years to learn. Isn't that silly? Because it's so true because for years I was like, so for years I would just go to the Gap and not, not that there's anything wrong with the Gap. I love the Gap. 
and just you know oh guess this is my store i shop at one store i go to h&m and this is this is where i go and i i was like i don't think i like the gap i don't think i like these clothes and i would just wear them and then i was uh, you know it, it hit me during the pandemic actually i, I think you'll see my sweater evolution during that year <laughs> is because I was like, why am I wearing stuff that doesn't excite me, that doesn't give me joy, you know, Marie Kondo stuff. So then I started buying things that I really like and that are wacky, and and here we are. If you're anything like I was when I was a kid, too, it was because, like, if you wear something like that, like, you're wearing, like, bright pink, you know? Yeah. Like, that makes you look happy, right? Yeah. It makes you look, like, excited, and, and yeah. someone can take that away. You know, it's like, you gotta look oh. out of the, you gotta kind of, if you wear shades and just brown, like, dark brown, black, you yeah. kind of, you fade in, you know, you, You're no saying one sees you. You, you gotta make it seem like you have nothing to take? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> actually exactly right. Any, I, I, I know I'm exactly what you're you. saying. We're, like, the same person. I know. We have the same neuroses. <laughs> A lot of the same neuroses. Um, and that's, that's so true. Because if you're not, so, so I've read about this actually, you know, before I became, when I rather, when I was trying to become a stand-up comedian and trying to become successful at it is in order to achieve anything in this world, whether it's like, you know, anything, school, going back to school, or you want to be a nurse, you want to be, you want to start a bakery, you want to start a flower shop, whatever the heck it is, you have to be willing to separate yourself from your immediate herd. And, and separation from the herd is our most primal fear because it, it that's what ensures our survival is that we belong to a, a tribe, a community. And that's why and that's why it's so scary to go out and, and be on your own or try to do the thing that you really want to do because you're fearing other people's opinions, other people's comments on your... I can't even imagine being a creative person now and starting up and putting your stuff out there on Instagram and YouTube and just the comments of the people who are essentially, they don't want you to be outside of the herd, right? Because they see what you're doing. They feel threatened because of their own failure or whatever the heck it is they got going on. And they'll put that on you. It's nothing to do with you. It's them. So you're right, Annie. There's a fear that if I, you know, I like this color. I, I've always liked this since I was a little kid. If I do it, I make myself a target, right? Someone's going to try to fuck with me or take my joy or they think I'm trying to be special or fancy. I don't give a shit anymore. Go ahead. Exactly. You can't take my shit. What are you going to take from me? You're not going to take my joy. Go fuck yourself, right? God, I had the best thing happen with um, my kids, man. You know, kids, um, they hear words and they don't always really know what they mean. And so we, uh, I got them the stuffed iguana. I love, I'm obsessed with iguanas since I was a little girl. So we go to the Austin uh, Aquarium a lot. I say that lightly, quote, aquarium. It's really a petting zoo for sharks and iguanas and like crazy shit. It's the best. We're going to go every weekend. And um, so we got this iguana. It's like a puppet. And I was like, what are we going to name this? And Ellis goes, what about Trap Remix? (laughs) I was like, that's the best name for anything I've ever heard. Oh, trap remix. That's so good. I it is and it's become the best thing in my life right now is this iguana named Trap Remix. And you know, he hangs out. Wait, I I play with Trap Remix and I pretend to eat them and you know, 
But he doesn't know what trap. He he knows what that is because he likes the Pac-Man song, Pac-Man Fever. And apparently there's a trap remix of it on Apple Music. And he's like, play the trap, play trap remix. And so. Hilarious. I know. Gosh, I'm not even sure I know what a trap remix is, but I just, oh God, that makes, that kid makes me laugh, man. Trap remix. An iguana named trap remix. I wish my mom named me trap right? remix. That's such a dope fucking name. <laughs> trap remix. <laughs> right? Like if, yeah, I think, yeah, I agree. Like if I were a break dancer or a graffiti artist, I might name myself Trap Remix. Trap Remix. That's a way cool name. Yeah. Fuck, dude. So when you come out with your next single, that's gonna be that's gonna be your tag, yeah. Trap Trap Remix. remix. (laughs) Crayshawn and Trap Remix (laughs) coming back at you. (laughs) God, Trap Remix. What the fuck? I have a few mom hacks um, I'd like to share with you. But first, let's do some of your mom hacks. Hacks. Fucking talked over that again. So stupid. <laughs> All right, let's do the voicemail ones. I like when you guys do these. Hey, mommy. Hey, this is Andrew Hi, calling Andrew. with a mom hack and Pazitsky effect all rolled into one. Okay. I got the inspiration from your towel warmer episode when you talked about the spa towels with the lavender and the cucumber. So I took a bunch of washcloths and soaked them with essential oil and water in those two scents. Ooh. Put them in Ziploc bags and put them in the fridge. So anytime my wife was getting stressed out from our three kids, I could microwave one to warm it up to relax her, or if it was hot out, give it to her cold and tell her to go take some mom time until it comes to room temperature. Mm. Her stress levels have gone way down, which means the dick touches have gone way up. Yeah, bro. Oh, Try yeah. it out. Keep mine tight. You bet them come up in May. Love you guys. I wish my husband did stuff like that. I think this guy wins. I know. That was so sweet of him. What a nice thing to do. God, I didn't even know guys did stuff like that. Guys don't do stuff like that. Oh, but he does it for dick touches. I mean, I wouldn't mind if Tom did that for dick touches. Oh, so nice of him. Now I'm all upset that my husband doesn't do that stuff for me. All right, what's the next one? I'm all upset that my marriage isn't as nice as this guy's. Thanks, dude. Hi, mommies. This is uh, Caroline. I'm calling because somebody called and said, take the legs off your sofa. And I used to do that mm-hmm. um, so that toys don't get underneath. Mm-hmm. I used to do that, but it is so low. Like when you have guests over, mm. a lot of the times you just like fall too low. So I found on Amazon toy blockers or gap blockers. And basically it is a plastic clear, like little shelf looking thing that's sticks under your couch and it blocks they send you like a bunch of them and you just block under there so it doesn't look like anything's there and nothing gets under them and it's the best thing i found and you still have your legs um and so best thing ever um you bet i'm coming up in may you know what i'm such a lazy mom i don't even care if toys get under there i just leave them there (laughs) I'm like, oh, there's some shit under there. Guess you lost your toy. I don't even care enough. But that's cool. There's like bumpers, couch gap bumper for under furniture. Stop toy going under bed. Yeah, I don't even care. I'll be like, go get it. Because when when that shit rolls under a bed or a sofa, I'm like, you go get it, dude. Figure it out. Go get the hanger. 
right? Isn't that what you did as a kid? You'd so, get the hanger and like fish that thing. Yeah, out. it's yeah. the same thing as the uh, eating too much Halloween or yeah. Halloween candy too. It's Learn. like. Get it under there, and now you don't get it back. Whoops. What you yeah. going to do about it? Pick up the bed, homie. <laughs> yeah, figure it the- out. <laughs> Big boys figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I teach them. Resilience, self-reliance. Mama ain't going to be here all the time, bro. Figure that shit out, dude. This one's pretty interesting. I like this one. God, this one's clever. Hi, Mommy Tina. I found a life-changing girlfriend-slash-wife hack. My boyfriend just moved in with me, and I'm embarrassed to say he had a habit of, quote, forgetting to brush his teeth. I know. Disgusting. I finally had enough. So I started using an expo on the bathroom mirror and tallying every time each of us brushes our teeth so he could see how little he actually does it. Turns out when you make things a contest, a guy will do anything. (laughs) Kids too. Turns out yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been brushing twice daily to try to beat me. Try it out. P.S. There's also a column off to the side where I mark how many times I have to flush his shits for him. We're still working on that. Good luck, Claire. What a saint. <laughs> wow. First, there's so many feelings I have about this email. I mean, I don't even know how you can love somebody that doesn't brush their teeth regularly. You know, because I, I watch uh, uh, every time I, I watch old sex in the cities at night because I'm so brain dead and every time they always roll over in the morning and they're like good morning Uh, and they start Frenching and effing and I'm like does anybody really do that any yeah if 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 it's new yeah if it's new if you've been you know seeing this person for more than a year it kind of goes away but yeah that new 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 when it's new, yeah. Yeah, that new new, you'll French morning mouth, but <laughs> you'll do anything in the new new. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no. If, if I've been together with this chick for like three years, she wakes up kissing me like, oh, relax, like, <laughs> fucking take care of yourself first. <laughs> I'll go shower with you or something. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, especially yeah. There's nothing grosser than like dad breath on you in the morning or oh fucking hell. Uh, it, also, I, I'd like to say. There's no such thing as forgetting to brush your teeth. Yeah. Like, it, you don't forget. I, I forget everything. Yeah. So I would forget. No, you don't forget. Yeah, you're just you lazy. Yeah, you just don't want to. So <laughs> you yeah. just telling him he forgets. <laughs> he doesn't want to. <laughs> he doesn't want to. He's just gross. He's just a gross dude, and he doesn't flush his turds either. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, <sighs> this is definitely just a me thing. But I would never. <laughs> I could never. No, and and I will say Tom has walked in on my unflushed turd maybe like once or twice accidentally, and I'm mortified. Like I don't want that. I mean, I don't forget to brush my teeth ever. How can you forget? It's. I knew a girl who her mother didn't like to brush her teeth either, and so the mother would wake up in the morning, drink the coffee, and then by like two p.m. the breath would just be ungodly and they're like yeah and they're like mom why don't you brush your teeth and she goes well I don't like the taste of toothpaste and that's why I don't want to have it first thing in the morning I don't like that mint and they're like yeah but you could get like chocolate flavored toothpaste cinnamon flavored toothpaste spearmint like there's a million different flavors I mean and that's kind of what I that's what I do with children so uh, I love that you figured out a way to make it a contest Uh, children respond to that very well I do things like who's going to be the dinner champ? 
who's going to eat, the, you know, who's going to behave the best, who's going to go to sleep the first. Last night I had to do that one. <laughs> Who can go to sleep the fastest? Who's going to brush their teeth the fastest? Yeah, people respond to that. But maybe try different flavors of, uh, I'm, I'm curious as to what the holdup is. Like, why does he not want to do that? I think um, he might have been one of those kids that no one ever told. Because I know there's been a lot of kids that grew up that smelled like garbage. And no one would tell them because they were just that kid that smelled like garbage. They just wouldn't hang around you. Pig pen. Oh, my God. That's so messed up, but so so accurate. Yeah, that's why the peanuts are the best. There's is a hundred percent. There's um, Peppermint Patty, who was the first non-binary character ever, right? Because Peppermint Patty is a girl, but she doesn't dress or look like one. Oh, this is a cartoon that you were talking oh, about. Oh, peanuts. Yeah. So oh. this is from. This is why I love the peanuts. So this is this is made in what the nineteen. 60s oh yeah so peppermint patty was the first lesbian slash non-binary character she's obviously a a lesbian but she's obsessed with charlie brown so they kind of cover it with that um pig pen is the kid that's got the cloud dust around him at all times he's filthy and there's that kid in class always there's charlie brown who's the insecure there's pig pen that's the guy that doesn't brush his teeth the dirty kid and it teaches you don't be a dirt ass like no one wants to be pig pen yeah, there's there's a lot of kids that grow up that don't know that they smell like shit because it's very difficult to smell yourself. Well, you know? I suspect the parents aren't taking good care of them too, because kids don't kids won't do stuff. You you teach them, you have to teach them everything. Right. So that kid probably doesn't have great parents. But then again, I knew this girl in sixth grade. Oh my god, do you remember that? Oh god, there was this girl in sixth grade. She, she was super pretty, and she had braces. And her gums oh, no. were like flaming red because they were so full of bacteria. And her breath was so banging. Like you couldn't even, I wouldn't, like I didn't want to be friends with her because of her breath and her mouth. But she was really pretty. Was she one of those with the yellow in between the braces? Like the yes. plaque that, yes. Yes. And you're like, why oh. is nobody telling this girl? And I, I don't know, man. But you know why? Because you didn't tell her either. <laughs> you no, don't want to be that person. I know. That makes her feel like shit, right? No, I didn't. Want, I wouldn't want to tell her that her of mouth course. stank. That's terrible. And, and I feel like that's a, a lot of the people that are adults <sighs> that smell bad or, or, or like, you know, grown, pretty much grown ass boys, like 20 and plus. Yeah. They probably, you probably just were never told. They were never told. I mean, I knew a stand up comedian who. She's like, I never knew how to brush my own hair. I never knew how to take showers because they never taught me. My parents didn't teach me. I'm like, oh, that's so sad. Jeez. So it's neglect a lot of the times because I, I, you have to groom your children. <laughs> they don't know how to do that stuff. Yeah, if, if you're, I'll say it, I'll say it now because you know I grew up with a dad, so I, I didn't. A lot of things were not told to me that yeah, should have. Dads don't give a shit. I know. Well, no, I mean, even if he did. Uh, or I mean, he wasn't around too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but if you're a bigger, like if you're, if you could be seen like a big brother or something or like an older friend, mm. tell your friends that they smell like shit, that they look <laughs> like shit, that they're doing dumb shit. Yeah. You got to let them know because no one else is going to let them know. I know. It's like Danny with his hair. You know, we all wanted to tell Danny. Sweet Danny. He's a newer addition to our studio jeans. And his hair was getting really puffy and nobody told him and then he got a haircut and we we're like you look so much better we were gonna tell you that your hair was out of control but we didn't we don't know you well enough danny we'll tell you next time i swear to god we'll start telling you from now on now you're in you're in the circle 
You're welcome. I love you. So, yeah, there you go. You got to tell them, motherfucker, they smell. Okay, give me another mom hack. I got a few good ones for you. Hi, Mommy Jean. Jody here. I have a mom hack for you in the form of white vinegar. Ooh. I replaced my fabric softener with white vinegar, and it makes your clothes nice and soft. There's antibacterial properties to it, and it's cheaper, and your clothes will not smell like vinegar, and you'll save money. Oh. Also, I put it in a spray bottle, and I spray any fruit that I buy with white vinegar, and I let it sit for about 10 minutes, rinse it off, dry it off, and it will double the shelf time of your of your fruit, especially those fancy raspberries that all of mm. us love eating and never, ever, ever last any long in the fridge. Spraying with white vinegar, you'll, they'll last at least a week. Bye, mommies. Pet somebody beat me, but hopefully cover me in vinegar afterwards. Mm. <laughs> Bye. Um, oh. I don't know. I, yeah. I would be worried that my my fruit would smell like vin- vinegar. But so so this is a Latin thing. Uh, Latin people love sterilizing with white vinegar, man. Yeah. Uh, this is like a European. No, it's Latins, dude. Uh, they love this shit. They put white vinegar on everything. Clean, rusty tools. See, I'm always convinced that my Shine fruits aren't clean enough when you get them. I'm like, how do you? I know there's a fruit wash, but I don't want to do that. Homemade all-purpose <laughs> cleaner. What do you mean? You don't just put like, them under the sink? No, I put them under the sink, but that doesn't wash germs. Just water on your fruit. Everyone's been touching them at the store. Wait, for real? Well, yeah, like apples. Like you see motherfuckers at the at the grocery store, they're like, touch that apple. No, put it back. Touch that apple. Put it back. And then you're like, how do I wash my fruit? <laughs> you know? Wait, uh, huh. I mean, well, I think you, you just you just rinse it. Right, but the water doesn't take off germs, does it? It'll take off more than not doing it. Well, I do it. I still do it. Good. Just water. <laughs> But, but I'm always convinced it's BS. It's like but, BS. I mean, you're not using soap to clean them, right? Uh-uh. All right, good. That's psycho. No, that's psychotic. Do germs even live that long? Like, if someone touched it and then you brought it home, would would, would, it, would their germs I live? don't know, because remember when COVID first started and everybody was like, leave your Amazon packages outside for three days. Germs can live for three days. Oh, my God. And your takeout, or if you, or if you get taken or whatever, don't touch the packages, blah, blah, blah. I don't know, dude. All right, I have a mom hack for you guys that I wrote down because I was like, I didn't even realize I was doing it. Okay. So, um, there comes a time in every parent's life when you're you're alone with your kids or whatever and you just A, want the crying to stop or B, you need a break. Um, and so what I've done is two things. I have a cabinet full of just toys. So, I know what they like and I just like, here's a toy, see you later in a half hour. Like I know that buys me time. I get them on Amazon, I just stock them up so I just have a closet full of stuff that they can have anytime. I don't like to do that too much because then, you know, it's like, Jesus Christ, this kid gets a toy every day. So no, I don't spoil them that way. But then, um, okay, so I do a cost benefit analysis, I've realized. For instance, the three-year-old. Sometimes... His favorite activity in the world is to go and just unravel toilet paper and unravel toilet paper all over the fucking house. Um, but usually, like, there are times I'm so tired that I'll be like, I don't give a shit. Just let this fucking happen. I'm going to let it happen because right now I'm too tired to A, stop it, listen to the tantrum, crying, blah, blah, blah. I'll just let him do it and then I'll clean it up tomorrow or whenever I have the energy to clean. So yesterday he was freaking out, crying, tantruming because a pen had broken that he was playing with. And um, 
I was like, I I had a thing of like Pillsbury pizza dough, just like a fucking, you know, the cylinder. And I was like, just give him the pizza dough to play with. Just give him pizza dough. And I, I was like, I wanted to eat that, but I don't give a shit. Like it's $2. It, you know, you do the math, the cost benefit analysis. You're like, I'm just going to buy another one. I don't fucking care. It's $2. Let him play with the pizza dough. I handed him that pizza dough and it instantly shut him up. And then he played happily for the next hour. And I was like, that's it. You just, you give them like an object that they normally aren't allowed to play with. And then you do the math in your head. Like, well, what is this worth to me? Silence for the next hour. And I can go buy myself some more eyeshadow. There's another one. Cause like he, you know, he'll play with my eyeshadow packet and then fucking destroy it. So I'll just be like, yeah, you play with the cheap one. I'll see you later and destroy that one. Um, <coughs> I don't know if that's the best parenting in the world, but um, yeah, isn't he gonna be? Isn't he gonna want to like play with the the food when you're cooking and fuck mm-hmm. up all your makeup like when you're not around and? Mm. Yeah, so the pizza dough thing, they help me cook anyway. I let mm. them help me, and I teach them. Like I taught Ellis how to peel carrots, and so now he wants to do it all the time. I'm like, great, fucking peel carrots. Um, yeah, so that they will, and then you'll just break them off a little bit of the pizza dough and Ooh. let them play with it, and now you're you're in. That's a good mom hack that my mom used Hmm. is like uh you know you do something like on accident that's helpful and they're like oh wow you do that so good yeah and that's how i became the house dishwasher like up until i was 13 and i'm like wait a second i don't like this yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i reward ellis for uh honesty for doing good things like that you're the best disher cleaner upper yeah yeah oh my god i'm such a bad mom the other day um see this is where this is where my theory goes bad so I got this, uh, what is this first aid kit? This piece of shit first aid kit from the HEB. It wasn't a very good one. It was like a cheapy thing. And uh, we needed it the other day because Julian burned himself a uh, little minor thing on his hand. So I opened it up and I'm like, this thing sucks. It was like cheap. Everything was really cheap and crappily made. So Julian starts playing with it and I go, yeah, yeah, go ahead and play with it. I don't care. You know, a cost benefit analysis. This buys me an hour of quiet time. They tear apart this kit that I didn't want in the first place. I don't care. Well, fast forward to the hour later and I see a little pink pill on the floor. I didn't realize there was fucking antihistamine or anti-allergy pills like Benadryl in there and, um, ibuprofen and i was like fuck dude and i was like stop everybody stop you know you're not supposed to eat these things right right and they all yes mom we know i was like all right (sighs) you know they had already been stuffing them in toy cars (laughs) like ellis had like put them in the trunk of the toy car and then used the medical tape to tape the trunk shut and i was like fuck i'm like all right listen just tell me tell me the truth where are the other pills and, you know, a minute or two goes by and he goes, all right, mom, here. And then he opens up, you know, one car and there's three in there. And then he goes, hold on. And then he gets another toy, opens that. There's more in there. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so, you know, at the end of the day, I collected like seven of these stray pills. Granted, there's ibuprofen. They couldn't have OD'd on five ibuprofen, but it's not a great thing. Uh, but they don't put an odd number of pills in those. I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm saying seven, but it's not. Okay. Okay. It was like those, it was two in a pack. So you rip them open. I'm saying so. Gotcha. Fucking who knows what the number is, but it it was around that number. Um, so I, I made a big deal out of it that he was honest and I didn't punish him. I was like, you did so great. Thank you for being so honest with me. I'm going to get you a surprise. 
So now he's like super honest with me. I mean, he always he's a pretty honest kid, but that's good. Conditioning him, it. yeah, to get yeah. to get presents when when you're a good big boy. When you're honest, and and even because I'm thinking towards the teen years of like, hey, I'm drunk, you know, I don't I don't want to drive home, or whatever. Take an Uber. I'll dra- I'll get you. Like I just want him to tell me that stuff when he's a teenager when he's broken rules and shit. So I'm anyway. curious. I can't call it a mom <laughs> hack because I'm not a mom or a dad or a parent yeah. or anything, but. uh I'm wondering if my box room would be incredible for <laughs> a <Kids>? child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That That's heaven. I, that sounds like a really easy, like when you get an Amazon package, just throw it in a room. And mm-hmm. that is now the box room. The box room. And once you get something real nice and collected up, you just be like, hey, you want to see something super cool? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what I do with the Amazon boxes? I give them the, um, the plastic puffies. That you can pop. Oh, oh. like the airbag yeah. thing? And I'll oh, be like, yeah. who wants to fuck with a dog? And then we jump on them and the dog barks and it's like the best thing in the <laughs> It's the best. And Bitsy gets that so took a turn. mad. <laughs> yeah. We have all kinds of dumb games like that. And there's another one where I wet paper towels and I throw them at the kids. They love that one. They fucking love it. I will say be careful, though, about putting multiple kids in a box room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because we definitely had a game called The Box when I was a kid, and uh, yeah. What, you put a kid in a box? Yeah, we sure them? did. We sure did, and we uh, we taped it shut, and that kid would uh, just Damn. have a real shitty few hours or whatever, Jesus. however long we were in that room. Yeah, yeah. I was never in that box. I don't know how no it felt. No yeah. was disgusting. Hell no, you weren't in that box. It's a fucking... But boxes are great toys. Boxes are good. They... They weren't so keen on that. They like things that snap shut and they can open it and snap it and put things in there and yeah, then snap it. Buttons and levers. And- uh-huh. Buttons, pushy buttoning. Um, the other day I walked in on them. This one's the fucking greatest thing ever, dude. It was Ellis and he goes, Julian, pull my leg. Just pull me, pull me. And they played the pulling game where Julian would grab at one, Ellis by one leg, pull him across the floor and then Ellis would stand up, pull Julian across the floor by one leg, and then they would spin each other. The pulling leg, it was so funny, man. I like that shit. I encourage that. That's good heterosexual boy behavior. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Bear believe it, and they do play with toy guns, too. I don't give a fuck. Okay, let's see. Oh, this is good. This one I needed to hear. This is kind of a Pajitsky effect. My husband revealed a hack to me that will forever change my life. My nine-year-old daughter wanted frozen pizza for dinner, but my husband and I were going to have souped-up ramen noodles. My kid was set on the pizza and wouldn't let it go. I said that I wasn't making her pizza, and my husband asked why. I said, I'm not going to waste an entire frozen pizza when she's only going to eat one or two slices. Then he said, just cook one or two slices. Then what? I never knew that was a fucking option. (laughs) He took out a sharp knife and simply cut two pieces off and put the rest of the pizza back in the freezer. Never again will I have to throw away leftover frozen pizza or force myself to eat the entire thing to the point of feeling like a literal balloon. My mind is still blown. I thought I wish her. Yeah, me too. I didn't know you could do that. Wait, you can just cut a frozen pizza because I waste them all the time. Yeah, I don't know like how sharp it was that knife because I feel like it's real hard to cut through. That does not. She said it was just an easy cut. You sure? He took uh, the sharp knife out and simply cut two pieces. Simply, I mean, maybe huh? he's strong. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he snapped it over his knee or something. <laughs> yeah, because I, I hate wasting 
the cheese pizza too because Julian only eats like two pieces and then the whole damn thing is gone. Huh. I'll try it. I'll give it a whirl. I'll try it today. Yeah. Maybe it's I'll like a, th- is it a thin crust? Like a Mama Celeste? I don't know. It's not a thick crust. Mm. Yeah, the the pizza I get that would be very difficult to just. What do you get? Simply DiGiorno. Mm. Yeah, I like that one. The DiGiorno, it's like um, I think it's the the thick crust or whatever it is. It's 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 thicker. A good size. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're not gonna just cut that with a sharp knife. It's normal size. It's <laughs> not that that big. Not that big. It's not that that big. Mm. Okay. Um, I like that one. That was really interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's do some Pajitsky effects. Annie, you said that you had one. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, this one, um, I'm almost disappointed about this one because I was always um, I was always against the uh, stereotype that uh, black people <laughs> uh, really like watermelon. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, you're wrong because I don't really like it. And uh, the truth is I just didn't like it because there were seeds in it. You know, I hate yeah, the seeds. Yeah, everyone hates it, yeah. And uh, so I ordered, um, my, my friend came over, he made fun of me because he saw that um, I had watermelon. That was like the only food in my fridge. He's like, <laughs> keeping the stereotype strong, huh? I'm like, no, it's not. I, it's actually the only thing I'm not going to eat because the motherfucker that got it from the grocery store got the wrong one. She got the, the seed one and Ugh. not the seedless. And he's like, so? I'm like, so, like, I'm not going to do that thing where you fucking eat it and you, like, collect them in oh. your teeth somehow and you spit them out oh, into a bowl. Like, I'm not doing that shit. Uh-uh. I'm, it is what it is, so I'm just going to have to throw it away. He, he's like, <laughs> he's like, why don't you just eat it? I'm like, what do you mean? And, like, as I said, what do you mean, I realized that I had that stupid logic, all like, growing up until now, just because I never really tested it, that the seed would grow into a watermelon a watermelon of course it does (laughs) or something in you of course it does so my whole life i haven't eaten watermelon like ever because they didn't have seedless watermelon if they did i couldn't have bought it you know what i'm saying you're telling me if you swallow a watermelon seed it won't grow in your stomach (laughs) i mean because i i'm the same way i have that in my head too so i'm like you cannot swallow a seed even even if it wouldn't grow into something i thought it was bad yeah and it's not I guess you can just so eat you could the just, seeds. You could just eat it. You could just oh, eat it. Yeah, you could digest it. You can. Wait, do normal people do that? I listen. I did it that night because I'm like, well, I really want watermelon, and I had it. I mean, I'm fine. <laughs> I ate a whole fucking bucket of watermelon, <sighs> and let me tell you, goddamn it, the stereotype is true. Fuck, I love watermelon. Well, it, yeah. is, it is the best. But any, I mean, to quote Dave Chappelle, if you don't like fried chicken and watermelon, motherfucker, what is wrong with you? <laughs> That's true. Everybody That's true. loves watermelon. <laughs> I don't know how black people got that stereotype because everybody likes that. Come on. Okay. Uh, not many are aware that watermelon seeds can be edible too. And no, it will not lead to a plant growing inside your tummy. Boy. It says tummy. Boy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, wow, yeah. I didn't know you could just eat the seeds. Yep, after three decades, Perfectly I, I can eat watermelon. <laughs> you can eat your seeds. Pretty cool. Damn. Yeah, that, was, uh, that was my Pazitsky effect. That's that is, amazing. That is the easy way. Hmm? No, yeah, because then instead of, sw- like, it's why I, I never really liked raspberries, because that shit yeah. would get stuck in your, in I don't your think teeth. I've, I don't think I've ever had a raspberry. Or oh, po- so pomegranate good. seeds. Fuck pomegranate mm. seeds, dude. I'm not into that. that. I definitely got lazy with that shit. I was just like, you know what? I really like this juice, but fuck all these seeds. And I'm like, you know, I'm just going to fucking swallow a fucking mouthful of seeds. Well, what what a hassle the pomegranate <laughs> fruit is. That, that is a garbage 
sale, you know? <sighs> Jays fucking love pomegranates. I know, you guys it's do. Involved it's in religious. Of, yeah. But wait a minute, because I remember, like, is this something that people do, though, where they, like, as you're eating a fruit or anything that has seeds, you collect it in your mouth at the same time as you're eating the Not fruit? Not me. Not you. I mean, no. as a kid, I remember as a kid, if we got pomegranates, like you would do that just so that you could machine gun it at your sibling afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, I remember my mom could fucking do that. I, I never understood. I know your mom would machine gun seeds at you. Yeah, she. Well, she would do. <laughs> she would do the, the seeds. She had like all these. Oh, I don't. Oh, I don't like what. Uh oh. Oh, I don't like what I just realized. Oh, what did you just realize? Oh, that's cool. Why? Uh, I just realized why my mom can do so many fruit tricks. Um, that's neat. That's great. That's a real <laughs> Congrats, cool honey. You grown up. Yeah. Did you guys parents, know that? Parents are people. Mom suck deep, guys. <laughs> yeah. All the moms suck deep. Wait, but isn't it weird to start thinking of your parents as just people? Oh, yep. like, oh like you're just dumb people. You're just dumb people that had me. <laughs> this was not a cool Pazinski effect. Sorry, buddy. I did not want to learn this. Welcome. <laughs> <sighs> I know, because my boys love me so much. Like, they love me so much. And I'm always like, gosh, can I... I can't take this much responsibility. Like, you... You know what I mean? Like, they just look to me like I'm forming their psyches every day. My reactions to them will determine how they see themselves. Because there's no other way to learn about yourself than through other people's reactions to you. So I'm always like, oh, my God, dude. Like, if I overreact here on this one thing, then he'll forever be scarred over here. And it's always, uh, man, it's a lot of responsibility, but whatever. What am I going to do? I'm already in it. All right, let's do some Pajitsky effect, the voicemails. I do love these more. I love hearing how you guys are as dumb as I am. There's nothing better. Hey, Molly. I just wanted to call in with the Pajitsky effect. So I always like going to Taco Bell and using the forks. The other day I realized they make those like metal silverware. They make those forks and you can just buy them. <laughs> um, also, real quick, I just wanted to let you know that my almost one-year-old son had a double pipe classic oh, the other day. We were extremely proud. All right. Keep them high and tight. Congratulations on your son's double pipe. That's huge. Now, as, uh, in relation to the spork thing, I've never seen them for sale hmm. at like Crate and Barrel, like a metal. I wish. Yeah, but even if you did, though, you you want that? Yeah, yeah. do you, you want, want sporks? You want a metal well, um, spork? Uh huh. Mm. Because sporks, I was thinking about this like two weeks ago. They really are the ultimate utensil, right? They're a spoon and a fork. You need both. Why not? I would love to eat with nothing but sporks. So you want to throw out all your forks, all your spoons, and then just have a, have sporks? I mean, I don't know why I have to throw everybody away. Why is it all or nothing? Because if you have one, why do you need the other? I don't know. Maybe a guest comes over and they don't like my sporks. I live with other people. Mm. I like the, the spork idea. Wait, if you had the opportunity, would you eat every meal with a spork? Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Useful. It, it ruins the, the utensils. The it. fanciness of it, though. Yeah. Like, imagine eating a fucking steak with a spork. I you know. Would do that? I know. That's why I don't, you know, make this a big deal in my life because aesthetically it's disgusting. I feel like I'm at KFC all the time. That's where the first time I saw them. Isn't K- didn't KFC invent the spork? That doesn't sound right. <laughs> Who invented the spork? Let's look at that. It's the first time I came in contact with, with a spork was at. Kentucky Fried Chicken. 
Samuel <laughs> W. Francis in 1874, uh, patent drawing for what we call the spork. Uh, Samuel was an esteemed member of the upper crust, but we, uh, but he was also the type of eccentric who looked at a spoon and fork and thought, this is one too many utensils. I, hey, thank you, Francis, Samuel W. Francis. I agree. I think it's, it is a waste of utensils. But a metal, like a metal spoon. Let me tell you something. This is this is the West's version of chopsticks. Chopsticks can be used to cut things and funnel things to your mouth. So the Chinese, the Asians, they eat so efficiently with these chopsticks. You have no idea. And the West were disgusting animals, cutting every single piece of food, putting it in our mouth. I mean, chopsticks are efficient, but hold so on. So efficient. Now, what about this? Ooh. A uh, 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 spife. I don't know, but then how do I put that in my mouth? It's going to cut the side of my mouth when I put the food in my mouth. Uh, you use the other side to scoop it. No, no, no. But then I go like this, I put it in my mouth, and then the, those, the razor side is going to cut the side of my well, mouth. Right, so instead of it going all the way in that way, you just stick to one side, and mm. then you use that to scoop in. No. The, okay. enemy, the enemy of good is great, okay? You just over-perfected something that was good. It was, the spork was good, and then we took it too far. Oh, ladies, is there anything better than a pair of freshly shorn balls? This Christmas, that's all I want. I want my husband to manscape those nuts and bring me some fresh, clean junk. Manscaped is just the best. They really are. Uh, They have the Performance Package 4.0, so you don't have to find Santa's beard in your man's pants ever again. Hey, Jean. So I had a Pajitsky effect yesterday. Okay. My boyfriend and I live in a tiny RV, and we, uh, you know, have to make the bed, the Murphy bed. So we're trying to get the fitted sheet on the bed, and we're having trouble because we always put it at the bottom first, and then spread eagle jump to try and hit the corner, especially if one of us isn't around. So last night I thought, oh, hey, why don't we do the top corner before we do the front corner, you freaking Idiot. So that's my Pajitsky effect. That goosh goosh. <laughs> yeah, so she's saying you do top side, top side, and then bottoms. Is that what I'm hearing? I think so. Yeah, it took me about 20 years to figure that one out. You guys know that? Did you know that? Uh, to do it in a way where the corners don't keep on ripping off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have to design a better sheet oh. system at this point huh. why is there no better one that sucks i was about to say there are some better ones we are like there are sheets that you know they have like the the elastic corners yeah uh, but then they also have like an extra elastic uh, elastic strap like underneath it so you first put it under the corner and then you put that elastic wrap under the mattress and then it never comes undone yeah that's the shit though. that's the move bro that's the move that's the fucking move I just don't make my bed. It's easier. I know. I'm so lazy about that too. Yeah. But I even with the care. sheets? So what do you mean? Yeah, you're just sleeping on bare mattress? Sometimes. What? <laughs> Sometimes. You sleep on a bare mattress? Sometimes. He's a guy. He's a single guy. I'm a guy. I don't do that. Danny, okay. do you do you sleep on a bare mattress? <laughs> sometimes I do it. How often is sometimes? I don't know. I don't you fucking, don't know? I don't fucking count. I sleep on the couch, bro. You sleep on your couch? Which is another thing. Why? Why do you do that? 
Because I hate I hate waking up and feeling like I should sleep more. That's the worst feeling ever. Really? So you just wake up and then you feel horribly tired and you just push? He, he just wakes up. He's like, God, I'm so uncomfortable. I need to get up and start doing things. Yeah, it's like, it's like you, know, you know, Christina, honestly. <laughs> that sounds horrible. You, you honestly might like this. Your life sounds horrible. It's not horrible. My, my life is so cool. Okay, okay. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll like this because you're like me where you don't like to be super comfortable, right? Like it, yeah, it bugs you. It makes you feel like, like it's undeserved. I don't deserve it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the cool thing about sleeping on a couch is that when you wake up, it's... <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable that it doesn't make you... Even, like, don't you hate waking up and you're like, I just want to go back to bed yeah. for like 10 more minutes? You, you, don't, you don't get that feeling when you sleep on a couch and wake up. <laughs> You wake up and you're like, God, I can't wait to fucking get up and do stuff. Get this over with. Just get out of where I am right now and my, do anything else. My back hurts. I need to walk this pain off. <laughs> you it's are better. a lunatic. Yeah. You're a lunatic. I hate waking up in that comfortable ass bed. It's the only thing I want to do is like, oh, just 10 more minutes. Oh, just one more hour. Oh, just now I'm late. I hate it. I hate it. I know. So I can get up and I can do stuff and be productive. Well, I used to share your philosophy and then, you know, now I'm like, I don't need the back pain of sleeping on the couch. Now I'm like, ugh, I, I just need the rest. I'm so exhausted all the time. But, uh, yeah, you're young. You can do that. You can do that. All right. What, what else you got for me? Give me another one. These are my favorite. Hi, mommy. I have a Kujerski effect for you. So I'm one of those people that spots a pair of shoes wears them till they are worn and dirty. But one thing that I've learned is you can wash your shoes. What? So whenever they get dirty, toss them in the washer and they will be squeaky clean. I know, right? So if you have dirty shoes, things you've worn for over a year, just toss them in the washer. Yeah. And they will be almost as good as new. Yeah. Love you. Thanks. Have you not done that? I've never done that. That's a tough one, though, because you, you have to, it depends on how much you care about those shoes. If you just want them to look a little nicer, okay. Mm -hmm. But oh. if you like them to look like look good, you can't just put them in a wash. It's like you could probably only out. do those with like canvas shoes, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sneakers, sure. So I had a friend who worked at Foot Locker, and he showed me how to wash your sneakers. Here's what you're going to do. Uh, you get a, a washcloth or a rag or whatever you got lying around, a little towel, all you got to do, go to the sink, right? You hold your shoe and then you put soap on it. Good old fashioned hand soap. What? And just get the sides, right? The rubber on the sides. You could put soap on shoes? Yeah, bro. I know. <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. Wait, I was so lazy. I would never buy white shoes for that very reason until this guy taught me how to wash my shoes because that's, he's like, I worked at Foot Locker. That's how we do it. So you just wash the sides. Wash the sides, and then you can even wash the fabric with soap and water. And it's gentle, and you just wipe it off, let them dry, and now your shoes look brand, brand new. Even, you know, those Adidas shell toes, I do it all the time. You just get the tops, the sides, clean. That makes a lot of sense that, <laughs> that soap and water would, would clean shoes. dirt. <laughs> 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 Fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah, you can use, uh, you could use toothpaste, too, on, like, the really? Really, on the really white parts. If, uh, toothpaste? That's yeah, cool. You can use toothpaste, too. It's, uh, it's a decent trick. And, and, and a toothbrush. Oh, so it and could a be, like, specific. Okay. Yeah. Or if you have leather shoes, you can buy shoe polish, but make sure you buy the right shoe polish color to match the shoe. 
Right. You know, if you have black shoes, you know, I used to like uh, polish up my old combat boots when I was goth. Those just get all shreddy. And I would just cover it with polish. They look brand spanking new. You know, even if they're not leather, they're pleather, fake, whatever. You just spit shine those bitches up. Damn, you just spit a lyric. You don't even know it. Did I? Yeah, you said if I can put it on pleather, leather, you know, whatever. <laughs> Trap remix. <laughs> Trap remix. <laughs> That's my new fucking, my new game, my new name, homie. Trap remix. Goddamn. Cleaning yeah. shoes. Who would have thunk it? I know. I know. Yeah, I started doing it a few years. Maybe like a decade ago, it changed my life. I'm right. curious. Yeah. I, I have uh, something. It wasn't a Pazitsky effect for me because I've always done it mm. out of laziness. But I'm curious if, if uh, this was just my friend that came over. That's weird. He saw that all my bread was in uh, Ziploc bags. Mm. Is that something that normal people do? You guys you do that? You take it out and you put it into Ziploc bags? Yes, because you know how there's like... There's that rule of like, you know, the unwritten rule. You got to fucking twirl it and then put the thing mm-hmm. under the loaf and whatever and put it back. It's like, mm-hmm. that's a bitch, right? No one I wants don't to like do that. It. No one does it. Eventually it just gets stale. So just put it all in a Ziploc, close the Ziploc and like, you know, hold it so the air gets out. And that's going to last like even longer than if you, wow. you know, twisted it and turned it and did the stupid little clicky thing. That's but you have a huge gallon size bag, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a big ones. I mean, I that's don't know, great. I wouldn't say huge, but yeah, it's big ones. I've yeah. never even heard of this trick. I wish I would have done this my whole life. Oh, yeah. I've, I did it because I used to always get in trouble that I didn't twist it and put it under. My mom used to make me put the fucking thing back on, you know? I like hate the, the fucking thing. The plastic I know. thing. Who, the f- the who, tooth? Has, who has time for that shit? Oh, and you lose it in, or it breaks. I mean, get the fuck out of here with mm-hmm. that thing. My mom taught me something a little different with bread growing up and i i learned that this was a uh a, a, a child of a holocaust uh-huh. survivor i have trick. a feeling our parents did the same bread trick go ahead did, did you put bread in the freezer yes we did <laughs> because when you grow up not knowing if you're gonna you know have food for the next couple mm-hmm. months you're like well let's Put bread in the freezer. That way it never goes bad. Yep. My dad would go to the German cold cut store. Shout out to German cold cuts in Woodland Hills. Woo! And buy like 10 loaves of rye bread with no seeds and put nine of them in the freezer and one out on the counter that we were allowed to eat. And then, yep, bring them out of the freezer every time. So you had to wait for that motherfucker to defrost if he wanted a piece of bread. Oh, but you would still, you would, st- he would have the whole loaf defrosting on the, on the shelf. So like then that one just stays out until you're done with it. Well, yeah. How did you guys eat it? Frozen? It was literally, you had to pry out one slice at a time <laughs> and it was frozen. And then it was, and then you'd put that in the toaster and then it would get to how you'd want it. And I remember going to a friend's house and like, we'd have breakfast. They'd be like, oh yeah, you want some toast? I'm like, yeah. And then he would just go to like some fucking wooden shelf they have on the cover. I'm like, oh, this animal doesn't keep it cold. What the fuck is wrong with this? And then every friend's house I went to, I'm like, oh, no one does that. No one. Yeah. No, Mm-mm. no immigrant style like you and me. Yeah. Well, and I wonder too, what is proper bread storage? Because there are so many different schools of thought. So some people say freezer, right? Immigrants. Some people say put it in a Ziploc. And then do you? Do you put it in the fridge, the bread, or do you leave it out on the counter? Do you have a bread basket? I've seen people have a bread, 
box or whatever bullshit it is on their countertop. My mom used to use the microwave. She used to put the bread in the microwave. That was the, the place for it. You you why. store it there? Maybe because she didn't have room for a bread box or something? Probably, yeah. Like like she assumed that there's, I don't know, less less, less air, air circulating sure. in there. Yeah. But so then, but then, we put it. so I worry though, but doesn't the bread get moldy because there's no air circulating? Uh, well, the microwave was right above the oven, so it consistently had heat and moisture in there and then would oh, get moldy pretty instantly yeah, <laughs> yeah. and i remember so, i was always confused on why that was growing up because i put mine in the fucking microwave too right after her and i'm like oh yeah it gets hot it's so, fucking melting <laughs> yeah nadav google what's the best way to store your bread like what is the final answer because my whole life i've never known i just throw it in the fridge because that way i don't i don't like making two trips to save bread so it stays fresh longer you can store it in plastic wrap like any good oh, job shit. A reusable zip top plastic bag oh, or shit. a good look at you. Hey, let's go. God damn. Wow, I, came, I came up with that uh, as a kid. Just hold on, guys. <laughs> look at this last sentence. <laughs> hold on. Avoid storing bread in damp area locations, which can speed up molding. If you're not going to eat the loaf in two or three days, the best option is to freeze it for later. Shout out to the World War II parents who... Did it right. Who don't know when the next time they're going to be able to buy food is. Because, <laughs> Nadav, you and I have, you know, the World War II parents. Right. This it, is what they did. It's You don't know when Big Brother's going to come and force you on a train. So you got to make <laughs> sure you got bread for the ride. <laughs> there is no bread on the train. You don't know where bread comes from. Yeah, you know, because if bread is soft, then you can't sew it into your clothes for later. <laughs> My dad, oh God, the stories. I did not see a banana until I came to Canada in 1969. Once I ate chicken when I was a child. Once. I'm like, oh my God. Depressing, depressing. All right, do you have another one? Let's do another one. Uh, Yeah, I got a couple more. These are so sick. Hey, Christina. <laughs> got a Pajitsky effect for you that I've been meaning to turn in, but I'm a lazy stoner. Okay. Uh, so I like getting high before work, but sure. sometimes I get way too high. And I realized that I don't have to finish the entire bowl oh. of pot that I load into my bong. Mm. I can just leave it mm. there. <laughs> and then come back and finish it after work. So I don't have to be paranoid and just tripping balls at work. I can just <laughs> have a nice, good high and get through the day. Uh, love the podcast. Love you, Mommy. Keep uh, mine tight. I love I've never had a stoner Pajitsky effect, but this is this is what this was invented for high people to listen to. Hilarious. So, but the problem with saving the bowl is that doesn't it kind of burn your your weed? Like it burns through. It's just off. You're the expert. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, it's just all nasty and gross afterwards. It just tastes like burnt weed afterwards. Um, yeah, it's got that resin. Yeah. Mm. Or you know what you could do? You could just pack smaller bowls. That's another thing you could do. You could pack smaller bowls. Pack some snappers, my dude. Snappers. Some snappers. What's a snapper? You just put a little bit over there, and then in the bong, you just hit it hard enough so it snaps through. That's called a little tiny snapper. That's what I would do when I smoked pot. Yeah. Isn't this why joints are always the best, though? Yeah. Because then it's yeah. like there is no... Then it just tastes good the whole time. Yeah. Ooh, and you upgrade to a glass crutch. Ooh, now you're really cooking with fire. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even oh. smoke weed, man. I know this shit. Come on, man. But you know what's funny is that I heard this, and it immediately translated into a different Pajitsky effect for me. Hmm. I'm not sure if we've heard this before, but like when you put food on your plate, 
and then you get full, but you have more food. I'm always just like, but I want to stop eating, but there's more food on the plate, <laughs> yeah. so I have to I have to keep eating till the food's gone. Yeah, you can stop. You don't have to eat at all. Mm. You don't have to eat at all. You know that's an I epiphany. Mean, if you're a pussy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you should just push through, fucking fat. So, uh, and, and, and you know what? It, it makes me crazy. So for in, we go through macaroni and cheese so much at our house. At, at least a package a day, a package a day mac and cheese. And some people are of the school of thought that you should save the macaroni and cheese for tomorrow. Now, Yana. I implore you, is there anything grosser than day-old macaroni and cheese that you've microwaved? I don't like it. I just throw that shit right in the trash. I Whatever is not eaten gets thrown in the trash because mac and cheese is fucking 99 cents a box, dude. Don't worry about it. There's also other ways, too. I don't think you have to... Because microwaving, yes. Microwaving anything kind of tastes like shit. But no. if you... I mean, I know I have an air fryer now and I'm using that for a lot of shit. <laughs> I mean, fuck, you could throw anything in that bitch and it just tastes good. It's kind of I know. it's kind of fucking ridiculous how I easy like that those. thing is. I like the air fryers. Those are good. It's think, nutty. I think you've convinced me to get one. It's good. It's yeah, good. You should get it. I made him fucking sausages and he was like, fuck, this tastes like sausages. Yeah. And I don't know how to cook. He knows that. I don't cook ever. I know that for a fact. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to cook a motherfucking egg, bro. But I'd be making him sausages, man. Air fryer's the I way to go. sausage. I could live on that. All right, let's do what would Christina Pease do's do's. You got mom questions? CP's got mom answers. What would Christina P do? What you got, honey? All right, here we go. Hi, Hitler. I have a what would Christina P do? I'm currently looking for an apartment and uh, I just got married. And my wife and I applied, and I just got a phone call saying that uh, I got an eviction on my credit, which is impossible because I just pulled out of my parents. And it's come to find out after going through the system in the courthouse, I got an original copy of the deed through a lawyer uh, that my name and my social security number was used to rent the house that my parents have. So I've been living with my parents this whole time in a rental house that they've been renting under my name. And then they went and got evicted after I moved out. So what should I do? Should I confront them about it? Yeah. Should I report my, my dad to the authorities? Do I keep it to myself? I mean, at this point, I'm not even angry because I don't know. I don't even know what to do with this situation anyway. I just want to know what you would do. Thank you. Bye, Mommy. Jesus Christ. I mean, I would start World War fucking three, man. Yo, well, my mom did. She didn't. Yeah. So my mom used my credit for a bunch of shit, but thankfully didn't destroy it, which is nice. Um, all right. Well, first things fucking first, you need to clean up your credit line. You need to worry about your credit. Hire an attorney. Hire whatever, whoever you need to go clean up your record because you don't want your parents crappy things they're doing their their misdeeds affecting your future with your wife uh so what i'm trying to tell you is do not let your family of origin contaminate the future family you're going to be creating with this woman and don't don't make this her problem is what i'm trying to tell you too <sighs> yeah that's good advice i think god 
I think you don't need to feel bad. Like what Christina said, get a lawyer to clean your shit up. And like if they have to reverse stuff and then it gets on your parents stuff, don't feel bad about it. Because guess what? They fucking did it to you. (laughs) They did it to you. Now, should you report them to the authorities? Uh, You know what? No, they're old. It sounds like your parents are probably older immigrant dipshits, too. I don't know. Um, Should you confront them? Yes. Uh, To discourage them from using your credit and your numbers in the future, I would change my social security number if I were you. Um, so that they can't get their paws on it in the future. Wait a minute, you can change your social security. I think number? you can, can't you? Really? I I'm sure you that. can. You can say, look, it's been fraudulently right. Used. I, I guess what should you do? Yeah, I guess yeah, that makes sense. yeah. You oh, can yeah. change your number. Oh, no matter limited, such, such as identity theft. Oh wow! Or if your safety is in danger. Huh. So hmm. you also will need to supply appropriate documentation to support your application on a new number. So my love, I think your parents stealing your identity and causing an eviction is is within your bounds to get a new social security number do that immediately never share it with them or fucking anybody else cuss them out tell them they're pieces of shit for doing this to you and to never do it to you again (laughs) or you know if you want to go a little less combative (laughs) but uh, but make it so that um what's it called so that they know how much they fucked your shit up be like, hey, mom and dad. So, like, I'm applying to for for home loans, and uh, it turns out I have bad credit because of X, Y, Z. Um, is there any other stuff I should know about that will hinder my future with yeah. my family? Like, make it so that they know they're fucking up their potential grandchildren's lives. Like that, they really fuck things up. They don't care. But see, Nadav, you're you're thinking like a rational person. They don't care. They've already used his with credit with it. they're they're not normal people so what i what, what you're gonna do is you you hire what's called a forensic accountant or they can just simply run um a background check on that social security number and it's going to tell you every bank account everything that's ever been opened with your uh your information and that's how i found out my mom was stealing my credit <laughs> is i just ran like um a credit check and i was like what <laughs> I have what credit cards? I have what? Jeez. So, uh, yeah. How did you deal with it with your mom? I cussed her out and I told her, don't you ever fucking use my uh, information ever again. And then she stopped. I go, what are you out of your mind? You opened uh, credit cards in my name. Don't you ever fucking use my information ever again. I'm never going to talk to you again. You know, and that was that. Yeah, yeah, I think you're, I think you're spot on with the attorney Fuck though you. too, because oh boy, because depending on like, you know how fucked you are, they'll they'll give you the right direction on like what you should do. Because sometimes yeah. it's not about like do you press charges because it's right or wrong. It's like maybe pressing charges, you know, is what you need to do to get this turned around. So, yeah. but but the attorney will should lead you in the direction to uh, yeah. make the right choice. Well, I think what Annie's trying to say is we're not legal counsel. <laughs> this show is not responsible in that way um if you want to talk about farts we got you covered not legal advice (laughs) yeah go see an attorney get your life get you be an adult and don't burden your future wife with this shit don't make this her problem and fuck your parents i mean it's someone and by the way if you're listening to this and that sounds normal to you that your parents use it's not normal okay it goes against everything in a parent's handbook to to exploit their children for credit. It's, it's absurd. Your parents don't love you. I'm sorry. It's it's absurd. 
Sorry. Truth. I, I, I mean, it's just the truth. I would never do it to my kids. I would rather live in a cardboard box than exploit my children's credit without their knowledge even. No. Fuck them. Don't feel bad. All right. Let's, next one. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. You're, it, you're crushing it. The, the truth. They don't, they don't really care. They're not cool people. Hey, mommy. Long time listener here from Little Old Rhode Island. Um, I am currently pregnant with my first child, having a little girl in February. And as a fellow somewhat old person on the talk, I was just wondering what your thoughts are on all these super gentle parenting <laughs> TikToks. I just find them to be so impossible to follow. I'm just so confused. I had a pretty great upbringing, but I just can't imagine like handling my child with that level of classification. Just wondering your thoughts on maybe there's a happy middle ground and what your approach is to gentle or not gentle parenting. Thanks, mommy. <laughs> I'm not sure what talks you're referring to because my feed doesn't show me any of that normal stuff. I believe she's referring to like, creative gender parenting, oh, right? Oh, that's that some... <laughs> Gentle that. parenting. We, were, we covered that on the last episode. No, but it sounds like what she's talking about, where it's like, you could be anything, super sensitive, oh, and anything is what you want it to be, you know? Like, it's the kid's world. Right. Yeah. Like, never say no to your, yeah. to your child. Oh, I'm just like, fuck that. Well, see, here's the deal, man, is that... Nobody becomes super, I believe, not nobody, I should say, my motivations for wanting to become successful and achieve in life weren't because my parents were super caring, constructive, or loving. <laughs> um, that being said, that created a lot of anxiety in me and a lot of depression and a lot of bad feelings about myself that took many, many years to undo. So there's good and bad, right, to tough love and to tough parenting is that you grow up hating yourself so much that you want to prove everybody wrong and you become successful and you do all these crazy things hoping that your parents will one day validate you and they don't. So <laughs> so I think there's a balance to be had here. I think that there's something to listening to your kids, validating feelings, not, you know, no, you don't. Like when kids are like, I feel sad. No, you don't. Like, don't, you don't need to do that. Just be like, yeah, yeah, you're sad. Life's it's hard. This is hard. And acknowledging stuff and, and there's a balance to all this stuff. Cause like we grew up, I grew up super tough. I wouldn't do that to my children necessarily, but some elements I do like, um, like resilience, self-sufficiency, being being scrappy and fuck you. You know, the world is tough. The world is a, is not an easy place. So there needs to be some balance between not stuffing your feelings down and becoming sick inside and standing up for yourself and, and knowing that the world, the world will fucking eat you if you, if you're not prepared. And I do worry that, you know, this whole gender neutral, soft parenting, I mean, I use that as an example. That's not the only one, but uh, softballing and everybody's a winner and there's no competition and it's, it's nonsense. It's, it's not, you're not doing them any favors. So there, that's my two cents on it. All right. Um, is there another one? Yeah. Last one. Oh. Hey, Mommy. Hi, so I am an Arizona Mommy Jeans listener, not an actual mom, but I have been hearing of this horrific trend, and I wanted to know 
if you guys have experienced this too. Apparently, a lot of the people that I grew up with, and for reference, I'm 26 years old, um, had a puke bowl in their house. Yeah. Just the sound of that is kind of off-putting. But what's even more off-putting is that I'm hearing that they also reuse this bowl for other things. What? Including eating out of. I don't understand. I want to know if all my friends are TikToked and if their parents are TikToked too or if uh, you guys have done this as well. Maybe I was rich. We had a trash can. That's all I'm saying. But I love you guys. Probably coming up in May and doing cool stuff. Neat stuff, slick stuff. Bye. I don't understand. She's saying that they had like a bowl that was dedicated to throwing up oh in my when God. kids needed to throw no, up. No, but not dedicated because she said that it would be right. reused for food and stuff. Right. No. Uh-uh. Once something, once not food goes into a cup or a plate, it is now a designated not used for food Gone. dish. That, that is foul. <laughs> that is foul. And I feel like, I feel like that's like unsafe. Insanely unsafe. Hot. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I feel so gross. Can I out. can I tell you what happened? One time I was 26 years old too, same age. And I had a friend come over and get so violently drunk and ill that they were face down on my carpet vomiting. And I went to the the kitchen and I grabbed my nicest biggest boiling pot that I could and I put it next to this poor soul's head and he vomited into the bucket, the sorry, my nice boiling pot all night long. I was 26 years old. I probably didn't have more than $26 to my name and I threw that fucker away so fast. So yeah, I don't know. Some people don't have an aversion to vomit. I do. Um, yeah, get a new one. Stuff is replaceable, guys. Stuff is used, it's, it's replaceable. God damn, what an animal. I don't like that at all, dude. I'm not into this. I, I had a roommate one time that was like a spitter. Yeah. And so he'd have like a cup. In the house? Spitter? Yeah. Oh, that I got, dipper? You. Yeah, you got like you. No, he dude. wouldn't dip. He would just he would, he just always had loogies and stuff. What the oh, fuck? What? Are you and he just had about? a cup that he had to spit into. What are you talking about? Nah. I'm gonna mm-hmm. throw Evicted. So what I found out was that once the cup would get to the top he would just dump it out put that in the dishwasher and get a new cup and i'm no. like bro you've just been filtering these cups back into gen pop what the fuck are you doing i had a real talking to with him he stopped doing it i mean he as far just as I know. spits are you sure he wasn't dipping um well i mean he was one of those people that that uh uh, uh like he this. smoked tobacco and so that kind of causes up like a buildup sometimes and uh, I, I feel vile. I can't leave the listeners. <laughs> this is so, this is just unbelievable. I mean, I've known men that dipped, you know? Right. And that's horrendous. No, yeah, but but I think those people have like the practice of knowing that like, oh yeah, there you have like a dipping container like, and it stays the dipping container. It never gets shuffled out. Right. But I lived with a fucking TikTok why are boys so gross? Like, why are you guys so gross? Does no one just tell you that that's wrong? I'm telling you, you're born. I'm gross. telling you. Why are you gross? No, no one ever told him. Like, I mean, apparently Nadab did, and then he stopped. As far yeah, as you know, as far as I know. But that's <laughs> what it takes. If you don't tell a dude, he's just gonna keep doing what he does. You just have to call out and shame. I mean, like, uh, no. I mean, it's actually, not often I I support shame, but yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's in cases like yes. this where it's like you're disgusting. People are not going to like yeah, you if you like, keep doing this. This whole non-shaming thing in society is so dumb. Shame is what teaches you what the what the line is. 
Yeah. Like, it shows you the line. Oh, I'm sorry. You have to build character. <laughs> well, oh, 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 Yana, by the way, man, this reminds me, man, man, I got this one stuck in my craw for a long time. Hold on. Do you remember a long time ago I was making fun of that girl, uh, the overweight woman sitting on the stool? Which one? On Instagram. <laughs> Exactly. This whole fucking, I'm fat and I love being fat and being fat is the best and don't you shame me. I'm, I enjoy my fat body, blah, blah, blah. Nonsense. It is, you can, there's no way it, it, listen, I'm carrying 10 pounds more than I should and I absolutely detest it and I work every day. Uh, thankfully, this new Sudafed diet has really been helping, but... I don't like it. And I'm guaranteed there's no way if you're walking around with extra weight on you that you enjoy this. So apropos this discussion, you guys may have noticed I'm so uh, Adele has lost a ton of weight. Have you guys noticed that? Uh-huh. Miss Adele. Sure. Let's yep. Google her. Now she looks fantastic. And don't you tell me that she was happier, bigger. There's no freaking way. There she is. She looks fantastic congratulations and this is what we should be rewarding and it's funny because the the media still rewards it they're like she looks amazing girl you're not fat anymore good for you yeah because she looks so much better look at that she looks fantastic and rebel wilson she was cast you know as the the character actress she's fantastic too rebel wilson she's the blonde uh, what movies has she's been in? Like so many great things. And yeah, look she's at her. been in a bunch of stuff. She's she was been in Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. She's so funny. She lost a bunch of weight and she looks fantastic. Yeah, she looks great. So, you know, I'm, and and I'm so sick. And the media doesn't give these broads their proper due. Why don't you cover how hard it was for them to stop, you know, being unhealthy? And this is good. Good for them. I feel like people are always surprised when you see like before and after pictures where you're like, oh, wow, look at that. They look so much better. Like everyone's always surprised. Like, oh, yeah, they look so much better yeah. when they lose weight. Who would who would have thought does. that was an option? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because it's like, oh, she's happy as she is. We should celebrate being heavy and acceptance. No, you shouldn't. We should be shaming people into uh, being a healthier weight. It just makes no sense. Stop celebrating this. This is the wrong way to think. Yeah, see, this poor girl, she was she God was damn. not doing well. I mean, this is not it cannot be healthy. So I just wanted to point Wait a minute, out that's her. Yeah, she was enormous. No way. Yes, poor girl. She looks good now, right? She looks fantastic. She must have got a titch on. I don't know because those boobs couldn't have stayed that size. Oh, damn, they can. They couldn't have stayed that size, and then she's that skinny. Uh, uh-uh. she got something done. Come on, oh, now. who knows. I'm not a but scientist. But still, I she mean, looks damn, fantastic. And, and I want to celebrate these women for losing weight. I love it. I, I absolutely, good for you. I'm jealous. I love it. I love it. And I still hate fat models, and I refuse to to uh, endorse any product where people look like normal people in their advertising. What a stupid idea. So what's the uh, what's the Sudafed diet looking like? Is oh it just Sudafed in the morning, Sudafed at night, <laughs> snacking at afternoon? Or? When Sudafed's on a bagel, <laughs> you could have Sudafed anytime. Well, so so I was so yeah. I'm still I, I take it twice a day, two pills in the morning and then two in the afternoon, just to keep my head from filling up with snot. And the lovely side effect is that yeah, I just don't eat as much. <laughs> 
I'm not going to fight it. I'm just going to go with it. You're living the any life right now. You're on Adderall, right? This, this is that is what a, you're doing? Yeah, I do. Addy, I mean, I do a lot of stuff and all of it <laughs> kind of fucks with my appetite. <laughs> And That's why yeah. you're so skinny. You look great. Yeah, it's, you it's, look it's intermittent great. Fa- it's, it's the in in uh, you they called it the IF. The IF. It's intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, this is Metab, baby. Do you did you ever see the Liberace movie? The, the one Lib- with Matt Damon. Yeah. <laughs> I think you I guys did have see to that. Watch this movie. If you haven't seen this movie, Matt Damon plays is it the lover to Liberace? Right? Is he the lover? Yeah. Yeah, behind the candelabra. Oh my god! Oh, and Michael Douglas was Liberace. Uh, I forgot about this that. movie, Behind the Candelabra. It was fan- I don't know. It was so fantastic. So Matt Damon plays Liberace's lover, and they're both such stunning actors. These guys do such an incredible job. Um, I mean, Michael Douglas manages to ground Liberace, which is like you know he's such a big flamboyant personality, and it's so he's so good. So so Liberace makes Matt Damon. How, go have plastic surgery to look like a younger Liberace. Literally takes him to the plastic surgeon and is like, can you make him look like me when I was his age? Hell yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, you need to go on a diet. So then he he brings the doctor over and he goes, you're on the California diet. He's like, what's that? He's like, it's pills. You take this pill in the morning and you take that pill at night. <laughs> the California diet. God, this movie. I'm going to go watch this one tonight. Can you believe that a generation, two or three generations of people thought Liberace was not gay? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Nobody thought he was not. I like, mean. Oh, he just plays piano. You don't know. That's what they're like. Yeah. And because you couldn't come out. So Liberace would give these ridiculous interviews and they'd be like, why haven't you, you know, you don't have a woman in your life. He's like, I just haven't found the right lady yet. <laughs> It was such a sham. Like, I remember being a little girl and seeing Liberace and asking my mom, like, is that guy gay? And she's like, he says he's not. I'm like, I don't know. And then poor Liberace, unfortunately, he died of AIDS. So, And even then they were denying that he had died of AIDS. They said, no, he died of, you know, pneumonia or whatever relate, um, illness that gets related to having AIDS. So they, they didn't come out with it for many years. But that guy was just so gay. And so much fun. What a talented guy, too. What a great movie. All right. So go watch Behind the Candelabra, you guys, this week. It's, it's such a good That's movie. That's the note we're ending on? Yeah. <laughs> AIDS death? <laughs> AIDS. AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. What's that movie? You got AIDS. Your mother. AIDS. Your father. AIDS. That's Team America. That was a good one, too. AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. Who else did I? You know who I found out was gay too yesterday was Miles Davis. Miles Davis was gay. Yes. So I'm I'm deep into Miles Davis. I do this thing. I go to my mom goth room and I sit in my my uh, lazy boy and I listen to jazz. I like jazz. So here's the deal. Okay. So it says he's bisexual. So if you look at like Google Miles Davis images, which is so funny. So I was. I just was Googling, like, just looking at, like, what's his story? Where is he from? So he's from St. Louis. And there he is in the beginning. So the second to the left, look how adorable Miles is. And then if you scroll down, yeah, look at him. So this this is, like, the time, the early part of the career. And then there he is in the 80s. And you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> he's got, like, the crazy shades on and the hair is long and he's wearing glitter. So I was like, okay, Miles 
underwent some kind of significant change. Nah, these are just jazz guys, Christina. <laughs> you don't get it. <laughs> so then I was like, I read his Wikipedia, and you know, he was married a couple of times, and then, and then it said, see, there he is. Towards the end of his life, he passed away, and he had a partner named Joe, Joe something. So I think he he you know played the field. I didn't know that though. I I had only seen images of Miles Davis in that black and white like, you know, 60s or whatever era and I didn't realize that he had lived in the 80s. I did not know that. And he passed in the 80s or 90s somewhere there. Very talented. Very talented. Let's see what's the big album. Um Is it Birth of Cool? Yeah, there's the Birth of Cool but the one that I was just listening to. Hold on. It's like the big, the one of the best jazz albums. Bitches of, Brew? No, Bitches Brew, but that is a good one. Here we go. Boo, 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 doo, doo, doo. Hold on. The Blue. Some kind of blue. The guy's fucking talented, bro. I cannot believe I can't. And I, it's the only album no, that it's ever. it's just called Blue? Is it Kind of Blue? Kind of Blue. That's they're saying uh, if you listen to jazz historians, the kind of blue is like the the jazz album of all time. Like this guy is just out of sight, the best, and I love it. I like it. Yeah, there you go, Miles Davis. Who knew? Middle aged, listening to jazz now. <laughs> What's gonna happen next? I mean, that's just what happens. Real talk. You hit. You live long enough, and you're like. I've experienced everything. What's some new weird shit I can get into? That cool yeah, moms. Yeah. I haven't listened to jazz. What's that all about? Oh uh, yeah, I haven't gotten into Cajun cuisine yet. Like, just you're fucking bored. That's why you need to die. That's why vampires are always sad. Life is too long, <laughs> too long and too short. <laughs> all right. Go ahead and email me where my mom's at at gmail.com. Leave me a voicemail, 213-375-5184. And, uh, yeah, leave me your mom hacks, your Pajitsky effects, your what would Christina P. doo-doos, all that shit, all that shit. Also, if you're if you're a middle-aged mom like me, send me the stuff that you're getting into. What kind of weird stuff did you start liking in middle age just because you live too long and all the basic shit gets boring? And, uh... And then that's it. All right. I love you. Thank you for joining. And until next time, stay cool, moms. Bye. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at. Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at. Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at. Where my mom's at podcast. With Christina P. Hey.